When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two days out from the biggest game of your life, you must be absolutely pumped. Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a pretty unreal week. Um, obviously, just after that prelim win, you know, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, really, um, of 48 hours post that, but then kind of, yeah, um, try not to overthink the game too much, but I think it's a little bit hard um, when it's kind of all, you, all you're thinking about in the, in the lead-up. But, yeah, really, really pumped um, to have Sunday roll around. Nicole, can you talk us through your emotions, you know, directly after the final siren sounded? Was it uh, was it relief? Was it jubilation? Was it a mixture of, of both? Yeah, well, it was a bit of a mixture of both, to be honest. It's kind of been a bit of a, a long time coming, really. I think, you know, being in um, North Melbourne now for, for six seasons and being thereabouts in terms of, um, you know, up there with the top two and, you know, we've, we've never just quite made it. Obviously, having that COVID year where the season got canned and then um, other years where we've just fallen away um, just short of the kind of final finish line. But, yeah, to be, you know, in, in a grand final this year is, is just obviously incredible and, and Obviously, that last kind of three minutes when you're only up by a point, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things flying around your head. You're, you know, trying to concentrate. The crowd was pretty loud. Um, which was, it was obviously North fans, which was great as well. But yeah, there's a lot of uh, mixed emotions post game. But to be honest, it was um, yeah, a bit of a bit of a sigh of relief as well, actually. To be honest. Preza, a big narrative this year has been the team's inability to beat the big three. You've already knocked off Melbourne and you've knocked off Adelaide in the final series. Now you've only got Brisbane left. Was your record against those clubs ever discussed internally or was it all a bit of white noise? Um, it, it, was a, it was a lot of white noise. I think, um, you know, in, in the in the four walls of the club, I think, um, you know, we knew what we needed to do to beat those, um, those other three sides. I think, you know, the internal noise we didn't want to um sorry the external noise we didn't want that to kind of um be too overpowering when we came up against those teams because we did have um you know enormous belief that um you know if we were to to play four quarters which we just hadn't been able to against some of those top side which was disappointing at times um but i think you know the the big um turning moment for us was that um pretty pretty bad loss um during the season to melbourne um really failed to kind of um kick a score and um, yeah, just got beat up around the ground um, pretty much over four quarters by the Ds. And then we were able to bounce back, head over to Adelaide. And um, only we, we did end up losing that game by a couple of points, but just the ability for us to really turn our, um, you know, turn the game around and be able to play a much more North style of footy with, um, you know, a lot of pressure um, and really worked around the contest and things like that. And that kind of that set kind us of up, I reckon, for the back end of the season to start playing some really, um, really um, consistent footy. So I'm not sure if you're aware, but co-hosting here, Brent Costello, actually tipped you to be the Premiers this year. I think there weren't too many people around the country that probably tipped that, but you touched on a little bit there. But the belief internally was that you could get to this stage, or have you seen what's happened in the last you know, little period as a bit of a, a bonus, if you like? 
Yeah, I, I did. I did hear that actually. A uh, little girlie told me that you had tipped a sprint, so um, thanks to you. A bit more added pressure, I reckon. There is <laughs> only because you're my favourite, Brez. So and, and, and I'm sorry, Brez, but I'm always barracking against you because I just cannot sit next to his smugness for any longer. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's fair enough. Um, no, but I think, it, like you know, I think we always, I mean, we did always have the belief. Um, obviously, you know, underpinning that belief needs to be a lot of hard work, and we definitely did that um, in the pre-season we had um, some um, really um, a lot of numbers um, coming to some of those um, pre-pre-session um, pre-season sessions and um, we were able to really be um, able to look at our list in the off-season and, and really look at um, kind of some of those key positions that we needed to fill or, or areas that we lacked um, kind of across the three lines so yeah we brought in the likes of you know you, you Kate Sheila and Eliza Shannon down back as well as some um, incredible for us but I think you know it was that plus you know um, some of our younger players really stepping up this year Taylor Gatt um, and, and a few others in and around that midfield group has been so important as well Mia King another one another Tazzy girl that's really um, improved this year again but I think it was just yeah that underpinned belief that um, a lot of a lot of hard work during the off season um, and able to start to shape our game style to, to suit some of those um, yeah key position players as well. Nicole Bresdehan is our guest here on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. She'll be playing in the AFLW Grand Final come Sunday. What's it mean to you, Bres? I mean, you touched on it a bit earlier, but obviously you're a co-vice captain this year and you've led your club. But who, fair to say, the men's side of things haven't had the, the time they would have liked in the last decade or so. Um, to, to be there and leading the, the club into a Grand Final must be really special. Oh, it's, it's super special. Um, and I mean, yeah, you, you touch on obviously the, the men's club not maybe sharing that success as well, but, you know, it was incredible um, to be in the club um, the other day with the men's team, kind of the footy department in there, and um, really the whole club um, was in there on Tuesday. And it was just, you know, an unreal environment to be a part of, and everyone's just, you know, completely behind you, supporting you, and, um, yeah, so heavily invested in, in what we're trying to do. And, um, you know, massive credit to the club, but obviously... Um, and men's program as well is, is kind of, you know, I think um, Justin can said earlier in the week, kind of put a lot of smiles on their faces and had a, you know, showed a bit of belief in what, um, you know, they, they can do as well. And I think, you know, the club as a whole is, is moving in a um, really positive direction, which is great to see and great to be a part of. But yeah, I think our women's program is definitely paving the way and um, it, it is always a great place to be. And we, um, you know, we, we have some incredible players that, you know, I've said multiple times, but we've got some, you know, incredible characters as well. Um, we always make sure that we're bringing people into the club that, um, you know, have a um, great personality or a great person as well. So I think that's um, incredibly important. That's been um, really key to, I think, shaping our success as well this season. And on a personal note, you suffered an ankle um, syndesmosis. I love that word, Brent, mm. earlier in the year, which kept you out for several weeks. Did you ever fear that you wouldn't make it back for what's turned out to be such a great campaign? Yeah, I did. I remember sitting in, you know, the parking lot the, the day after I did it, thinking it was just, you know, maybe a bit of an ankle stinger. Um, and turns out, yeah, completely snapped. So um, the doctor at the time kind of mentioned that it'd probably be a season, um, and then I wouldn't, you know, be there for for this time of the year. And I was obviously really devastated at that time because, you know, I, I had like with the with the group we had, I, I really felt like, um, you know, we 
had the had the group to take it all the way. So obviously, you know, thinking that I was going to be um, kind of left out of, of that potentially was um, you know extremely devastating. But I just quickly you know turned my mind to to what I could do to get better. Um, and I did have you know a few um, chats with people on the way, and um, there was kind of a, a glimmer of hope that I could actually be back a little bit um, sooner um, after surgery went extremely well. So um, yeah, I was super lucky in that sense, and be able to I was able to get back on the track kind of within three or four weeks, and then um, yeah, playing six or so weeks after. So whilst it is really disappointing, especially in a in a short season, it is only kind of ten weeks. Super grateful. Obviously, we had an extremely solid backline that stood up throughout that home away season and um, yeah it um, did a really good job so but it is it is kind of nice you know everyone's done all the, the hard work to get to this point and be able to come in at this time of the year is not too bad well Brez we can't wait to watch it Sunday afternoon Icon Park sold out venue it's going to be absolutely massive good luck to you good luck to Mia and a shout out too to Ellie Gavalis, who unfortunately won't be out there, uh, but played a crucial role in helping to the club to get this stage. Obviously, too, from a Tasmanian perspective, she's in the extended squad, but uh, hasn't played in the final series, Ellie. But we wish her all the best as well. Uh, good luck. Hopefully, we see you holding that cup aloft on Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your time on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Brady. Nicole Bresnahan, and we'll leave the show too this morning, Paney, by toasting Brez and Nicole and Ellie with a Hobart Brewing Co. Little Pine Hazy IPA, a bold hoppy brew with piney notes and Tasmanian flair for our toast of the week. We wish all that. the girls the best on the weekend. It'll Absolutely. be magnificent to see. Uh, Even if I do have to sit next to you (laughs) gloating about it. Go to your friends and embark on a hoppy journey that'll leave you craving more. Now $14.99 for four at your local 911 bottle shop. A couple of quick texts in here before we go. Having refed both Lithgow and Costello, I can tell you there are no two more serious ballers. Mm. Serious social ballers. Attach your name to your text, please, so we know who we're talking to. That is sad. And did the nine holes eventuate yesterday between Flash, Jimmy Faulkner and TP? No. Score check if so, who took the cash money from JB? Didn't eventuate. Flash pulled out. Uh, as I'm expecting you, Brent, come closer to our basketball uh, competition. No the nerves of the moment will get to you. And I believe, so our listeners are aware of this, I think there will be an injury. An injury? Yep, you will fake an injury and this will never happen. This is our last show in the studio together. We're about to have a big group hug. Hopefully our connection doesn't cut out next week when we're away. You're in Radelaide. We'll be back Monday morning from 7 till 9. Have a great weekend. Go to the North Melbourne, Tasmania, Kangaroos.